tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. Hey. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show. So we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Spencer, I'm wow. regretting my decision uh, yesterday as I was leaving the show. What happened? Uh, I told you, I was like, man, I'm not going to go to the Muse show. I don't want to deal with yeah. this, that, that, blah, blah, blah. I'm totally regretting it now. Yeah. Uh, I got FOMO for the first time in a while. I gave my tickets to uh, our friend Jason Dick, um, uh, and he had a blast. Of course. He looked close to the stage. He was on the floor. And then I started seeing I had a lot of friends there. And Muse is a band I really like. I saw them coming up at clubs, at South By, and at ACL Fest. Uh, never seen their full production in a stadium. And damn it, I should have. It looked insane. They played all my favorite songs, which again, they don't have, uh, um, they have a large catalog, but yeah. it's not large enough to where they're going to miss like Knights of Sidonia or Starlight, which they did in the encore. Uh, played some of the even ones I wouldn't have thought. Dude, they did like 25 songs. That is some almost Bruce Springsteen level uh, stuff. And you were staying for the whole time? They didn't even start till 9 o'clock. Evanescence was before that, and they had an opener before that. So they started at 9. Who knows when it ended? 25 songs. Granted, these probably go a little longer or shorter than the arrangements of Bruce Springsteen. But uh, I was really disappointed in myself for not being able to rally yesterday and, and go to a concert. And I'm, I'm, I'm sad. Okay. Uh, and what do you I, want me to do about it? Well, I felt you encouraged it because you're like, yeah, man, just chill at home. You know, it's it's a Tuesday. Um, well, I, I was trying to sabotage you. You never offered me Muse tickets. Uh, because then you would go and I wouldn't. I would be angry and sad and upset. Mm, you, okay. uh, We have to go to things together. I know. And experience them as one. I was trying to get away from me for a little bit, but eh, oh well. Also, should I uh, should I send a Venmo request uh, to Jason? Absolutely. Just be like, all right, cool, man. Glad you had fun. Uh, By four, the way, these four, cost me four hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got them. Uh, I, I was, know. I, I know. I stole them out of the radio station. That would secret be price. Plus, he doesn't have a job. It seems like a nice. It was. That's a very kind thing for you to do for him currently. Still a friend, man. Yeah. Still a friend. But uh, I'm just pissed that I didn't go because for some reason. What would happen? Did I, you? I've been avoiding the Moody Center because I don't, it's a big, it's a Moody Center, it's a big place. It's a cluster too, sometimes. Uh, and it's parking. tough to get there, and my seats have always been like cheap ones that I bought or got from the station, but these were floor seats, and it looked freaking incredible. Moral of the story, kids, uh... Uh, go out and live life. Go out yeah. and have fun. Because otherwise, you'll sit on your couch and buy $1,000 worth of Legos ah, and then just be really that's sad. that's what it is. That's how you had to compensate. You had to get something expensive to make yourself feel better? No. Aww. No, I just uh, I just wish I'd gone out and done something. Because, again, it was sunlight. I was like, oh, I have. A, I don't want to sit inside a, a, a theater listening to music when I can be outside doing things. And Didn't do crap. Immediately went home inside. Yeah, got some Lego. And oh, stayed man. inside. Oh. But uh, there you go. Uh, hope you went to Muse. Hope you had fun. If you do, let me see the video so I can get sad and jealous. That'll do, pig. That'll do. Today we celebrate National Pig Day. So if you want to go 187 on it, I'm just kidding. I mean, Whoa, actual. Oh, damn. Too much hip hop. almost fired. Too much hip hop <laughs> oh for God. me. Wait, what do you mean? I'm just. Songs. Uh, being a goof. It Come is uh, National Pig Day today where we celebrate the sweet little oinkers we know and love. Uh, pigs are intelligent and clever animals. Most people aren't aware of how smart they are. Uh, not just that, but uh, we think we're very similar to primates, but uh, pigs oh, yeah. uh, have a lot of things that are similar to humans yeah. and actually can be used in uh, medical things, but mostly we use them for filling our tummies. And here's where I'm conflicted, Spencer. I started following Central Texas Pig Rescue on uh, on the internet. Uh, yeah, there place... Yeah. Here's sorry, right? go on. They're right here in our own backyard. They rescue pigs. They treat them great. They live out their days on a farm with other pig friends, and it's so sweet. They never have to worry about getting eaten. In high school, I remember we had had pigs at the we'd have pigs there for FFA competitions, and they would be slaughtered. It's part of life. Um, it is part of survival, eating meat and stuff like that. 
survival. (laughs) I'm really having trouble uh, still eating pork. Good. And it sucks because pork is the most delicious of the meats. Is it? I think so. Okay. Um, but this is a dilemma for you, especially because every time you cook, you wrap almost everything you make in bacon. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's and bacon's like, in my opinion, the worst part of the pig. It's very sad and and weird, and you know, a lot of us were so separated from the actual process, right? The reality of, of the situation and 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 all that that it it doesn't come to mind. But dude, I I tried to give up pork, I failed. But I have friends that are vegetarians. They're not like hardcore. I don't eat meat, uh, but a couple of them started. Because they wanted to quit eating pigs. I don't know what to do. They're so yummy, but they're also so cute. You can even have them as household pets. Yeah. They can be trained to do tricks and go potty outside. But on the other hand, if you release them in the wild, uh, their children could turn into crazy boars that run all over your ranch and kill everything. We shoot them from helicopters. They're so out of control. What do I do on National Pig Day? Uh, Let's eat some pig. Uh, 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 Celebrate your favorite pig. Who is your favorite pig? I like Piglet, personally, uh, from the Winnie the Pooh series. Your mom. I had to say that. Your mom's a sweetheart, and I know she listens. It's just, I got to slam it in. Spence, Spencer? Spinny. What? Okay, sorry. I it's apologize okay. for that. Uh, how do you observe National for. Pig Day? Uh, it says, cuddle up with one, read about one, or eat one. And, yeah, uh, oh, my God. They and, even say that. <laughs> yeah, and it says to use the hashtag uh, National Pig Day to post about it or uh, tag Spencer's mom online. She doesn't even have social media, so. And I'm, I'm sorry. Your mom's not a pig. I can't even make these jobs. Are you, don't leave, dude. Sp- Spinning. Would you let an AI plan your vacation? And now it's time for Emily's social cues. Hell, I would let an AI do insert joke. Damn, let her write it for me. Social cues, uh, uh, chat, GDP, all that stuff. Uh, hot topic on the internet. AIs taking everyone's jobs, taking over. Don't worry, it's not quite happening yet. Um, plan a vacation, why not? Yeah, I don't think that this is a terrible idea, especially if you're like me. And when it comes to a vacation... I like to have things planned out, but I need something spontaneous. So uh, there was a reporter on CNBC who decided to, I don't know, test it out and asked, can you help me plan a beach trip? And um, went through the entire process of planning a crazy beach trip through chat GDP. So one of the things that it suggested is um, uh, it talked about like, food too that they wanted to have and i think they like suggested osaka japan and then it had a bunch of different types of japanese food they could eat bangkok thailand for pad thai um so of course it didn't really give many options in terms of the beach Huh. Yeah. That's so, kind of what she wanted though. <laughs> yes. So then she asked again. That beach is radioactive. And uh, they ended up saying Bali. So she said, okay, well, I'm going to decide to go to Bali. Wait, that's where a lot of Australians vacation, right? Uh, I don't know. I'm not an Australian, so no. I don't know. <laughs> Crikey. Crikey. Ask me on the other side of the world. Uh, then after she asked it where she should go, and they decided on Bali, she said, should I go by road or by rail? And it sent out a bunch of different uh, train trips that she could potentially take and then asked about flights. And basically then she goes into the specific questions of like, Oh, how many days should I spend here? Um, you know, if I only had to spend one day at this place, what should I do? And chat GDP ended up being able to say like actual good suggestions, which is scary, but also pretty cool. Um, now it's coming for travel agent jobs, not just social media managers. Yeah, I think I think at the end, uh, the reporter says that her overall thoughts are like, sure, it works, but you're still going to have to double check everything yeah. because it's a computer. Right. So travel agents, you're still secure in your jobs. But for now, have you guys played around with ChatGDP yet? Yeah, I wrote our bio on our uh, on the CJ Morgan show. Did you really? Yeah, it's ChatGDP. I had to tweak it and keep revising it. Really? Yeah. It was it was just the ones I were using just kept like rewording what I was saying. Yeah. And I was like, no, I want something but Those, yeah, I used it from there. It's not great. Also these, 
the uh, uh, what people don't understand when it comes to writing filler content for online stuff, which is what they say it's going to be good at. Yeah. Um, a lot of the search engines will recognize that, and your page, you won't get more views. It'll actually ding you for, for having doing a, that, yeah. and, and same oh, on social I media. See. AI fighting AI. Also, yeah, all they're the time. <laughs> infamous for being incorrect about a lot of stuff, including yes. sure, including oddly enough, math. Despite the fact they're made of math, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, despite the fact that they are made of math. Well, I decided to play around a little bit. Um, and CJ, awesome. I, I decided to write you, um, something through chat. GDP. Okay. Are you oh, ready to hear? A little, a little, is this a vacation thing for CJ or? Um, no, I said, uh, dear chat GDP, write a eulogy for my friend CJ Morgan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yay. So I know, I don't know if that's a dream of yours to know what your friends would say about you, but according to chat GDP, this is what I would say. Today, we are all gathered to say goodbye to our beloved C.J. Morgan. He was a great friend and a truly unique individual. C.J. was always up for a good laugh, always making jokes at his own expense. He could even make the most dismal day seem a bit brighter. He was always ready to lend an ear and offer a kind word. You have a special talent for storytelling, spinning tales that were sure to leave us all in stitches. His sense of humor was infectious. CJ will be remembered for his wit and charm <laughs> and for always making us smile. So let us raise Damn. a glass and toast to our friend, CJ Morgan. I'm glad he's gone. May he rest in peace with <laughs> laughter in his heart. Pour one out for him. Well, I got that all wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was... That's, that's crummy. That's not correct. No. All right, Spencer, would you like oh, one now? I think uh, sure. I think it's time to see what your death would be. According, I, say, I feel like of all them. three of us, CJ would be the one to fake his death just to see if uh, people what they're saying. You yeah, know? probably. <laughs> and then come out surprise, surprise! <laughs> I'm actually alive with some of those gel blasters. <laughs> no, if you fake your death for insurance money, don't go to your funeral. You don't want people recognizing you. That's true. Insurance fraud is not not a good thing. Okay, uh, Spencer. Spencer. You ready for your eulogy? Let's go. Uh, yes. Here we go. Today we say goodbye to a beloved friend and companion, Spencer. Oh no. He was a kind and gentle soul who left a lefting, who left a lasting impression on all of us. He was known for his infectious sense of humor. Hey, wait, wait. That's strange. And his ability to light up a room with his presence. His enthusiasm for life was contagious and his zest for adventure was unparalleled. <laughs> He was a passionate uh, lover. I mean, that's true. He gave the best of himself to everyone he encountered. I don't know about everyone. Though he's gone, he will will always remember the way he made us feel I when we were it. in his company. We'll <laughs> never forget the way his eyes twinkled when he laughed. The way his lips curved into a mischievous smile what? when he had a naughty thought. We'll never forget him. Why were they bringing up some naughty stuff? What's up with that strategy? That was little, you wouldn't, I feel like you wouldn't mention a little, like, that last portion at least. I don't know. Chad GDP said, oh, wait, you want to talk about Spencer? Did, uh, did we have it. a certain listener do his eulogy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're a coder. I'm not sure. Well, there you go. Spencer is uh, quite the lover, according to the internet. Passionate. It Passionate. just The AI searched and knew you looked at a lot of, uh, a lot of nudity. A lot of nudity. <laughs> Photos. Yeah, that it's okay. It. Be proud of it. Yay. The government is on the side of the parents. Parent pickup with Matt Bearden. Uh, really quick, uh, this is our segment. The kids are in the car on their uh, way home from school. Or the parents are picking them up. A little bit of advice, things that we can all live and love. Uh, you brought up something last week that has now turned into a feisty online debate with the uh, Chick-fil-A saying kids can't come. Right. And now there's debates about weddings uh, that kids can't come. And right. it is it has turned it into a thing. I, I am on the uh, cusp of everything cool that involves uh, kids or parenting. That's this, this. That's my job, man. Yeah. So uh, you're welcome. So you knew before this broke out. Uh, I always I Here's the thing. I can tell what's getting ready to happen because I can see who in my... Uh, parenting groups is, is getting angry about what? Kidding. I would never join a parenting group. Uh, <laughs> I do want to tell you this. Uh, Republicans are on the sides heavily of parents, and I don't care how you vote. You're probably going to be thankful. Hear me out. In a 24 to 16 vote, 
The House Foreign Affairs Committee greenlit by Representative Michael McCall, who's actually here in the Austin area. Something called the Deterring America's Technological Adversaries Act. Basically, the bill would direct Biden to possibly ban TikTok nationwide. Yay. Here's the thing, parents. What? No matter how you feel about TikTok, personally, for your own enjoyment and, you know, Hey, look, we all like to have our legs fall asleep when we're, while we're on the toilet and oh, just, yeah. just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I used to be able to dance like that. Um, but how many of us with our middle-aged kids are, uh, or you know, mid-grade kids right, yeah. have to have constant <laughs> fights about access to TikTok? What if you could just put all the blame on the government? Yes, how please. nice would that be? Uh, as it is right now in the state of Texas, anytime... You have uh, any kind of a hi-fi spot or a Wi-Fi hotspot uh, the, that's owned by the state, they have to block TikTok. That started this year. You know, it's a new. Cool. Awesome. So awesome. You can't get, you can get it over your cell service, but you cannot c- connect to a UT hotspot yeah. and access TikTok. And They're you saying, can't do like, it at a courtroom or things like that, right? right. Like any government facility, essentially. Because right. they're saying, yeah, yeah. look, uh, TikTok owned by a uh, Chinese company. That they Chinese spy. company has questionable contacts to the Chinese government. They're saying we shouldn't really give them all that access. And yeah. now they're saying above and beyond that, they want to do it nationwide. Because they'll learn how to, they'll learn about our dance moves. And after that, we're done. I am absolutely, generally speaking, opposed to the government dipping its fingers in to the internet. However, I am a parent and I am constantly at battle with my daughter regarding TikTok and how long have you been on that damn thing and (laughs) no, you can't record that and no, you can't post that. If I could just say, hey, look, if you do that, you're going to go to jail. It's a real parenting cheat right there. It's not on me. It's it's, it's federal government. They're crazy. I don't know why they're doing it. That's why you need to grow older, honey, and vote. Now, let me say something else. I don't think this is going to pass, parents. However, do your kids know that? Do your kids read the political columns? Mm. Are Are they still seeing the Drudge Report? Can you... Lie to your kids and just go, yeah, it passed. I don't know why your friends are still on TikTok and they're really risking going to jail. It could be a felony. I'm just saying, whew, isn't it nice when the government is on your side? It's the CJ Morgan Show with Emily, Matt Beard, and Spencer. KFC's back and we're all going to die. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. Man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! It has almost been a decade since KFC unleashed the beast. And now it is returning. I've actually never tried the double down, but it is back. KFC has been uh, losing the chicken wars for quite some time. They've been cutting their menus, simplifying things, so franchises will be better and better. And that's not good enough. They got to bring back the double down available March 6th. The ultimate. The ultimate sandwich of sandwiches, which is just that a chicken sandwich with just chicken. Yeah. Bacon, cheese, mayo, pickles, all the good stuff. But chicken is your bread. Chicken is what your hands yeah. go on to Two hold. Slabs of fried chicken patties. Uh, this was or a big, thighs, big deal back when it first appeared back in 2010. They sold more than 10 million double down sandwiches, brought it back in. 2014. Since then, it's gone into the history books. But guess what? They're uh, bringing back one of the most buzzworthy fast food menus items ever. March 6th, it is the return of the Double Down. And this time around, I think we're going to have to try it. Yeah. Because uh, I uh, think I... it is a lot. It is fried crispy chicken. Mayo, pickles, cheese, bacon. Like I said earlier, it's a sandwich yeah. minus the bread. I think I tried one back in the day. I can't remember, though. It's been over a decade, though, so it's maybe been I too didn't. long. Might have been Sh- something else they had. Now, is this a punishment we add to Plinko, or is this something that we actually might want? This is going to be good. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, remember when we tried those Taco Bell wings and they ended up being great? Mm, sure. I think we should try to think of more worse punishments, you know? Uh, but no, these are excellent, if I remember correctly. I think I know people that were eating them at the time, and uh, I mean, it was kind of crazy, and people, you know, thought it was a bit too much. Because like, it looks like a fat. heart attack sandwich. It's not like small little patties. These are fat. These are huge. They're almost the size of like a fluffed up bun. Two thick chicken patties, fried, and then some bacon in there. How much? Come on, man. You're going to die. 
This sounds like a stoner thought, but how much food and water goes into the production of food? You know what I mean? Do you like, mean on a mass scale? How much are we wasting for a- agribusiness to make a KFC double down? The chickens that are being fed, watered, the cornmeal, the bread, everything. Like, how is it worth it to make fast food? I don't know. It must be if they they can afford to keep feeding us. I'm I don't know. Not, I'm not man. an agri business expert, know, but man. I am a fatty that loves some fast food. Uh, KFC Double Down available March 6th. Uh, if you want to surprise us at the radio station, do it with food, not with a uh, handwritten uh, manuscript. Yeah. Yeah. Never manifestos, not good at we, the radio station. What makes you think we like reading? Fast food delivered via favor, not mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Always welcome. How to run when you are not a runner. <laughs> Emily explains it all. Running. Yes. Oof. When was the last time you two ran? I've like, been soccer game. working out. Well, while I was training to play in the soccer game at Boston FC. Yeah? Uh, running How was that? sucks. I know. None of us are able to get up early enough to be one of those people that runs around outside You have to run fun. early. Yeah, yeah. In Texas, you have to. And when I leave for work at like 5.30 in the morning, there are people that are already up and running. And yeah. I look at them and I go, what is your problem? Know, running man. sucks. It's dark. I <laughs> hate it. And I hate it because like I'm good at running. When I was young, I was pretty fast. Mm-hmm. In high school, they wanted me to be in uh, cross country and track. And I played soccer. Soccer. Yeah. Also, I wrestled when I was younger. And 90% of what you do to train for wrestling is running, but I hate running. Mm-hmm. I would have been a better soccer player, but we had a tree. We had like a grove of trees around the practice track, and we would hide for a couple laps, and then you just jump back in and start running. I hate it, and I've tried to get into it, yep. and I just, ugh, well, I can't break through. You think you'd be able to just put on some headphones and listen to some of your favorite jams? Oh, I you just do. It still so. sucks. Yeah, and then, but then you start running, and your body just Once does, you reach that runner's awful. high, and now, of course, you have to actually keep running for quite a period. To I don't get think like I've a, ever hit a runner's high uh, in my Back life. when I was in college, I used to run a lot, just get trying to get into shape. And I think there was one time I ran two miles straight and I started getting like a runner's high. It was awesome. Oh, that's <laughs> great. Well, I felt real good all of a sudden. If you are like me and you will never experience that runner's high because you hate running. Nah, uh, you'll th- get there. Then uh, I can help you out. Because Please. I'm going to explain how I got through running. A little bit more backstory. Um, I try to work out at least twice a week. I work out with a group who doesn't pay me anymore, but it's okay. I still like them. So no shout out for you um, until you pay me again, please. (laughs) Um, But I work out with this group and we had what was called a fit test randomly Uh earlier this week. And I always try to skip those, but she doesn't tell you when they're going to happen. And so I showed up and she was like, okay, we're going to be running for 10 minutes straight. Which means that, you know, basically you're going to be running almost an entire mile. Yeah. I have not run a mile since I was in high school. Wow. Uh, and oh, damn. So, we used to have Zoom. I forgot I was also yeah. in ROTC and we would have to run. Run the mile. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh. So I was incredibly nervous, but I am here and I have confidently gotten through it. And I woke up not even at all sore. No soreness. No soreness. I don't regret it at all. And at the time I did, but this, these are the tips and tricks that I used so that I didn't keel over and die. Okay. Um, Step one, ride a bike instead. Step one. Yes. Ride a bike instead. No. uh, Step two, cancel your membership. Step two, cancel. whatever this thing is. Step three, accept that you're going to gain weight for the rest of your life and that we're all going to die alone. Yay. Yay. No. uh, Step one, I'm going to say. Acceptance is key. Think about literally anything else when you're running besides running. And I know that sounds easy, but the first two minutes that I ran... I kept being like, how am I going to do this for 10 minutes? There's no way that I can do this for 10 minutes. Of course. I, I feel yeah. awful. It's only been two minutes. How am I doing this? If you look at a clock, it's so hard. It's yeah, so trying hard. Trying not to focus on, yeah. It, I like to yes. focus on it sometimes just, but I also play like a lot of music and weird like little counting things in my head because of anxiety. So I like to sort of come up with a rhythm while I'm running. Yeah. And sort of count numbers. It's weird. But th- when you're counting and stuff, that does sometimes add time to your essentially 
your your feeling oh, yeah. of how long it takes. So yeah. I understand that. But it's easier done when you're like just listening to some music to do the time yes, and stuff. So. Yes. Or what I like to do is I <laughs> this is probably terrible advice, but who cares? I'm insane. I like to think about work. Because really? if I think about work okay. then the thought of work and everything that I have to do the next day is worse than the thought of running. So, <laughs> very evil to okay, think about. So. But if I'm like, hmm, I have all of these projects that I have to complete. Okay, I have to think about content that I'm going to come to the show and like be funny. Oh, man, what if nobody thinks I'm entertaining? This sucks. Then I just sure. think about that. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> I've already... I've already ran three laps because of anxiety. Wow. So that's my first tip is to literally think about anything else except for running. Now, distract, when, when, distract. When yeah. I'm personal, I know this is Emily explains, but I wanted oh, to, okay. to share no, too. Go for but it. normally Please when explain. I'm running and if I'm not doing the structure like timing thing, I'm mm-hmm. thinking F you, F you. Yeah, F yeah you. put all your anger into I'm it like, too. F you, world. It's Emily Explains It All. She's teaching us how to run. Step one, distract. Step two, don't run. That was actually did I, did probably I sum it number up pretty one. Good? Yeah. Number one is don't run. Yeah, just don't do it. Yeah. What if you do? <laughs> uh, I'm not a runner, but I've had to run a mile recently, so I have thought about all of these tips. So if any of you decide, you know what, I'm going to start running, this is how you can get through it, even if you're not a runner. So yes, number one, just don't think about running when you're running. You Number just, two, get someone to chase you. Like a, <laughs> with actually a gun. piss off a dog. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's terrifying. Um, no, I would say number two, don't stop or else you're a quitter. And I know that's mean, but that's you, what I think in my head. I bully myself. It also you're, makes you're it running harder. right now. What happened? I know. I know. I stopped. See? And now, <laughs> now I'm sitting here complaining when I could be running. Uh, the whole time that I was running, I was required to run for 10 minutes with the fitness group that I'm with. And uh, the whole time I kept thinking, like, don't stop. Like, don't be the one person that can't even run 10 minutes. It makes Come it a lot on. harder once you do also to pick back up it again. It does. Yeah, it does. But pa- real Pacing surprisingly important. It's surprisingly very important. And yes, pace yourself. You don't have to go out a full sprint. But as long as you're even just kind of little fake jogging, yes, it's going to feel like running to you after five minutes. You're yes. going to think that you're running, but you're really just, you're going at a snail's pace and that's okay. As long as you don't quit, then you will be good. Now, is that probably a toxic mindset? Yes. But uh, that's how my brain works imagine, as I bully myself every day. fit people listening to us just like, oh, really? Oh, they've is tuned out what, already. Is this what they have to do? These people, these types of people, these well, disgusting yeah. pigs. Why don't they just run and enjoy <laughs> it? Um, and then my final tip, and you kind of sort of brought this up earlier, uh, Spencer, is I like to make it into a game. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I'll pick different markers. And so like I'll pick a tree and I'll stare at that tree and I'm like, okay, Emily, once you get to that tree, you can, I don't know, you can like slow down a little bit more (laughs) or like it's like, oh, once you get to that rock, then you just have to cross the second rock and you'll get there. So I always create new markers for myself and um, I incentivize myself by, for example, this week was if you don't stop running after 10 minutes, then you can go home and buy some cookie dough and eat cookie Ooh. dough out of the po- package. Oh, these, these are good, especially with the setting new goals as you're running, like once yeah. you get past this tree. Sure. Because uh, this sort of fires off a little bit in your brain. Uh, I forget what it is, but every time you complete a task, your brain is like, hey, good job. You're you productive. Yeah, boop, boop, yeah, boop, you've boost done it. Whatever. That's sort of what I would do is uh, I would gamify it by timing myself and then looking at where I'm at compared to previous times sort of thing. So Mm -hmm. I like having the markers. Uh, Another, I guess, tip you, you kind of inadvertently hit on. I think it's easier to run a path rather than a track because a track is very repetitive. You're not seeing anything new Mm -mm. Uh, running down like a street or a path or something might be a little more dangerous, but not having the same stuff go by makes it seem less routine and if you do, like me, run on a treadmill at work because you're lazy and uh, I just I put it on a, like a TV show and don't watch. That's the what I was going to say. That's the only thing. But yeah, yeah distract running, yourself. I, just, I wish I yeah. could more. Similar rules to when you're in school. Don't watch the clock. It goes by way faster. It does go by <laughs> it, way it really faster. Keep your head down, you know, or up, however you run. And uh, I need to do it. Finish your I, homework. It really, <laughs> really sucked when I was playing in that soccer game 
and a ball came to me and I was open and I had a break and I went to sprint. I went to turn it up into the gear mm. and I couldn't and my body just shut down mm. and I was like, oh man. Yikes. I can't. Yeah. I can't oh, run man. anymore because in, in my brain I can do it. In my brain I'm still just as fast as I used to be. Yeah. Not anymore. Hey, let's start a running club. Nah. So okay. running our mouths. Oh wow! Oh. Hi, got him. What to watch in March? Now it's time for the nerd report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. A big month for stuff uh, streaming on television, new shows, old shows, a little bit of everything. Obviously, in this room at least, and I feel like uh, nationwide, The Last of Us is the biggest thing. But we only have Spencer one ep- two, one or two episodes left. Well, now I'm sorry. I really spaced out on you there. I think we have one more episode. One two more, more, two more episodes of Last of Us. Oh, okay. oh yes, more, yes, you said that. Yeah. So that's coming to an end. So uh, a lot of oh, good stuff man. coming back. Don't worry. March is a big, big month for things. Uh, first and foremost, actually tonight, I believe, uh, the return of the Mandalorian season three. So Ooh, you can uh, mm. get your fill. There, um, get you some more Pedro Pascal. Yeah, get your, huh? get your Pascal yeah. in. Uh, Ted Lasso returns. Uh, okay. A lot of people, big fans of that. I'm so so on it. Um, South Park returned a couple weeks back, but you have a new season of South Park. If you enjoy watching and laughing at the dumb stuff before going to bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of South Park, they did a spoof of uh, Prince Harry and Meghan I Markle. Saw that um, where they were the Canadian royalty, and they're like. They're looking, they're having their lawyers look into avenues, which is so funny because it's very indicative of what the episode was about. Oh, it's, nice. It's uh, hilarious. Uh, we also have, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, um, damn it. Succession is returning for season yes. four in the final season after a cliffhanger ending where the dad and the children came to heads. I won't say what happens. Okay, good, good, good. No um, spoilers. It, that's a hard show for me to watch because it's so stressful, mm-hmm. but I really get into it when I do. Uh, but And again, uh, it's going to be the final season of Succession. I feel like most seasons and shows, four or five seasons is good. That's a good wrap, um, which is hard to do when something's that popular, but I think... If you leave it dangling too long, gets weird. Yeah. Uh, Hulu's History of the World Part Two. Um, a bunch of our favorites: Jack Black, uh, others, uh, Reggie Watts, Sarah Silverman, Seth Rogen, uh, doing just um, fun, goofy, dumb episodes. I guess uh, parroting uh, um, Mel Brooks' History of the World. Oh. So, hmm. I think I don't know if that's a movie or a series exactly. Um, what else do we have? Uh, Yellow Jackets. That's our Yellow Jackets season two. Is it good? I've been meaning to I catch that. I haven't finished season one, but it's tight. I really like it. Is Obviously. it good enough for me to get a free trial of Showtime? Um, it's pretty good, but you would have to find other stuff to watch. I feel like you'd have to have something else on Showtime to want to watch. What else is on Showtime? That's my question exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, Paramount comes with Showtime. Now, it does now? I thought so. I thought you can bundle Paramount and Showtime. Hmm. I don't, dude, it's all I'll over. I'll have to look into it. Uh, there's a new show starring Bob Odenkirk called Lucky Hank, which uh, is going to be a dark comedy about uh, Bob Odenkirk as Hank, who's the chairman of an English department at a fictional college. It's uh, supposed to be good. Are they milking the Odenkirk Probably. too hardly? That's how they do mm-hmm. it, man. see. Milk all the stars. And, uh, yeah, a bunch of other crap going out there. So, huh. um, but those are, those are some of the highlights that I'm, I'm excited about. So stuff to watch now that I'm one of those people that watch stuff. See, and that now you've got me all sad thinking about the end of the last of us because now I have to decide, but you know, there's a lot of, I'm trying to think of what else I've been watching. I haven't had a weekly watcher in a while, and yeah. Last of Us has definitely been like My that. only two, which are on completely different islands, are The Last of Us and then Abbott Elementary. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I'm sad from The Last of Us on Sunday, Abbott Elementary comes out on Monday. So That's my fiance kind of laying in bed watching in it's the background cute. thing. It is, and it's, it's funny. It's well-written. It's a it's a cute show, so watch that, too. And uh, if you have a Showtime password, share okay, it. Emily up. Please. Emily, Matt Bearden, and Spenny on the CJ Morgan Show. I want to start swimming. 
But is that weird? I do too. Um, it's it reached ninety last week for the first time in the year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, today's very sunny, and then we've uh, lost the wind. So no, it, it, there's nothing wrong with wanting to swim. I However, will say it might be a little too cold still, especially if you're going oh, in, yeah. in natural spring water yeah. anywhere locally. See, and that's my issue. Um, I love swimming. That's one of my favorite parts of summer in Austin. Whenever I didn't have a job and I was just like a post-college grad who was living in the COVID era, the thing that I did was go around, hike around, and find a bunch of little swimming holes to swim in because I was lonely and I didn't want to get COVID and be around other people at pools. Perfect. So I know... So instead you wanted dysentery. Yeah. yeah I would rather take dysentery and parasites. <laughs> hey, it was fine. Um, and I don't know. That's my favorite part of the summer. But I was thinking about it the other day and, and I was telling somebody like, yeah, next time you come visit, you know, bring your swimsuit, we'll go swimming. And then I thought like, well, it's February. It's technically winter. Am I allowed to go swimming or is that not inappropriate yet? When is an appropriate time? When, to go the, when the temperature's warm, right. when yeah, you want to yeah. go swimming. Yeah, but like you I said, it gets cold. If you're in and- a pool, it's not going to matter. But most apartments or, or city park pools or whatever aren't going to be up and running yet. So yeah. I guess once the pools are ready, you can go yeah. swimming. But when are the pools ready? When does summer officially start? Spring break. Spring, spring break. breaks when you can start swimming. That's what I, I, I'll i declare randomly. Sure. Spring break? Yeah. I would say... You're going to get one more good cold snap in March. Yeah. That's usually around South by Southwest spring break. And then and then it's swim time. I think spring break, if you're going to a beach, is appropriate to swim. Sure. But I think the most appropriate time to start swimming is whenever the kids get out of school. Because that's so officially May. summer. Because that's... Okay. You, you were saying that's... When, uh, whenever the pools open, that's what dictates if you are socially allowed to Look, go man. swimming. And that's when the kids get out of school, right? That's when they open up those pools. I don't pools. think these rules need to be quite as harsh as you guys are making them. Cause no? Especially given how much the weather's been changing. Uh, if it gets up to 100 degrees in the winter, go swimming. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Who cares? There's nowhere to swim. But there's nowhere right. to swim in the winter. Because the other issue is... If you're going to a creek or a spring, it's got to have rained recently mm-hmm. and not too recently because you don't want well, cattle run off and <laughs> so you're, run let's off. say you're fortunate enough to own a or at least rent property that has like a yard or something I say go get you a you know a little little kiddie pool and fill that up with some which uh, during the pandemic was impossible yeah to buy yeah, a kiddie pool I tried to get a pool yeah I almost well, yeah, stole one from work like day drinking you know in the, in the yeah. pools yeah <laughs> did you know that there's actually a service where you can Wait, rent out a pool what yeah did you know? What? Did you know? <laughs> uh, it's called Swimply, I think. Yeah. Uh, we, we did that once. It was okay. It was a little weird. Why was it weird? Because the well, people were home and yeah. were in their what? pool. The people are home? Yeah, they got like their blinds shut and everything. Exactly. Because it's supposed to be like Airbnb, but for swimming pools. It was. Right. I mean, it was fun. We went in the side gate. We hung out. Um, our friends rented it. It was it's That's fine. Weird. It was cool, but it was it was still weird because it's not right. your it's stuff. It's not your, I don't know. At it's least bizarre. come out and say hi, though, or something. I feel like, no, you know, yeah. if you're the uh, swimly person. No matter what, it's it's bizarre. Um, here's my problem. My friend Amber moved down south closer to her kid's school, and that's where we went swimming was her pool. And it didn't matter if she was there or not, we would go. But she was always having pool parties, and so I'd go grill and we'd hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, she moved, and we would still use it, but then finally they, like, made parking passes they the management of the apartment complex switched and so you, it's not as easy just Ugh. to go sneak just swim. to go sneak in the pool you can't go sneak swim it sucks see if i was to suggest anywhere to go sneak swim now this has been years since uh i i i lived here so i'm gonna tell you you can't do it but go on what do you mean i'm gonna say it's already happened sneak swimming you can't sneak swim there once uh, the place has been mm. discovered especially after the pandemic it's hard but where is it let me hear it first so it's off of riverside um, and there's all down Riverside there, like all of those college apartments, right? Oh, so east side, yeah. I used to live at <clears throat> University Estates. And if you want to go to one of the best, most resort looking like pools that are, that is in the Riverside area, it's University Estates. They just redid their pool whenever we moved in years ago. It was probably like four years now. Oof. And, uh, the gate always open, never check anything. They, they like the okay. parking situation. You just have to park right. in the guest pass, when was the and that's last it. Last time you did this, though, like I would this. say like 
two years ago. Ah, okay. Kay. So maybe CJ could be right. Well, things could have changed. Also, that's going to work for you, Emily. That's not going to work for Spencer and I because here's. <laughs> yeah, so you have to thing, look younger. <laughs> you have to look younger. But also, the thing with those college apartment complexes, I mean, there are a ton of them in San Marcos. Uh, they want you at their pools, they want people yeah. there, they host events and parties. Some of them swell, sell swim passes. They want people hanging out there because they want the atmosphere that it creates a party because they want people to move there. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason why those pools are open and you can go to. Spinning on it's not going to work. We have gray on our beards yeah. <laughs> and we're hairy men. And Maybe. it's obvious that we're not college kids or post-grads or looking the, the for a typical, place to stay. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Maybe you can just spin it as, like, you're the maintenance person. Uh, I don't and have you're just a, taking a break. I don't have a jumpsuit You or work anything. there. I'll just bring a ladder. Do, just do what I do and fill the bathtub up with cool water. <laughs> get yourself a beer. Crack the window open. Yeah. It's not I almost, the exact uh, same, but at least you're, you know, where you're comfortable. During the pandy, I almost stole a pool from work. We had one of those big-ass ones, and you couldn't buy a pool anywhere. Uh-huh. And it was a giveaway on one of our stations. No one had picked it up in a year, and I was like, I'm just going to take it. Um, and then my fiance was like adamantly no, but I was going to dig a hole in the yard, get sand, level it out. See, that sounds fun. Well, also, I didn't want to, and it would have, for our, our little COVID bubble, would have been perfect because it was, you could stand in it. It was up to like your neck and you yeah. could fit like eight rafts in it. Yeah. It was one of those like temporary, not temporary, but it was above a pop-up pool. pool, above ground pool, but you really could keep it for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, she wouldn't let me do it. And then I was like, man, if I got fired from work and like this was what was on surveillance, stealing a pool, um, they did give it away like a year. They repurposed Damn, it. But right. uh, also, I'm glad I didn't because during the freeze, it probably would have ruined it. And then I would just would have had all this trash. Plus, man, taking oh, care of a pool. Uh, honestly, maybe. No, it's a lot. It's I, I was going to say, you might enjoy it, though, because you like having yeah, a you, you do. But you can't like go a day or two without it. I had a pool. No, uh, just. Just the My ex girlfriend and her friend moved in with us, and uh, we had a pool, and it was great. But every day I had to take care of it, and if yep. you missed it, you would have to shock it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you always, it, if you lose rain. a lot of water every day. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's it's a lot. I see my Even parents have a hot tub, ones. and I see how many things they buy on Amazon, and it is a ridiculous amount. It's expensive. It's stressful. It's so just get a pool so and invite us over. I can't swim now, is what you're saying. No. Next thing we need to get you in. In on Emmy, Emily, before you get us into a pool, yes, you need to get us a dude with a boat. We need to be boat. I have a boat. We dude. need to go boat. <gasps> I have a boat. Let's dude. Go boat. Okay. The future is here. It is now. A Central Texas school district is moving to four-day school weeks. What? Yes. Uh, there's been a lot of talk recently about uh, moving to four-day school weeks, four-day work weeks. And it has been so far uh, proven in different sorts of studies that we are more productive with a four-day work week. Right. Uh, We retain more information. We are more efficient. And several of the companies, I think they did 60 or so, and well over half of them that did this four-day work week experiment decided to continue it because they saw productivity go up. And I'm not talking about four 12-day weeks. Or I'm sorry. 12-hour. Four, yeah. Uh, just straight up normal work days, uh, only four in a Central Texas school in Rockdale have decided to turn the uh, into a four-day school week wow. in an effort to retain teachers and improve student learning. Dude. I think that's a great idea because, again, better retention, better energy. You've seen more pro- productivity. Uh, they're going to do it. In the 2023-24 school year, Rockdale ISD currently has half days on Wednesday, but they're going to move to the uh, four-day schedule uh, starting Dude, next season. It's imagine exciting. being a kid living around there. Like, oh, my God, we have three-day weekends now. That would rule. The only uh, a big trouble spot would be for parents who have to work. Yeah. So instead of having state-sponsored babysitting, there's going to be a Friday or whatever where uh, the kids – they don't have anywhere to go or anything to do. So it is a problem, especially with uh, low-income families or homes where both parents are working as well. Uh, that that could that could be a huge issue, uh, depending on the age of yeah. the kids. So there's Hurry the up. problem. Hurry up, rest of society. Let's catch up. But let's hope that something like this does happen with society because I think it would make people happier. It's already shown to make us more efficient. And that doesn't mean that everything closes down forever. Um, it doesn't mean that every Taco Bell is going to be closed on Friday. There's just going to be shifts to where, you know, someone works yeah. Monday through Thursday. Someone works Friday through Monday or whatever to where there's just 
differing, staggering shifts and stuff like that. And it's a great idea. It's never going to happen. Because tra- oh, no. traditionalists are like, well, that's oh. lazy. People got to work. If I'm Especially, paying you for oh, 40 hours a week, you work for 40 hours a week. Especially in an overly traditional conservative state like ours, I think it's going to be a long time. We don't even have, we don't even have legal weed here yet. Yeah, it's, it's going to take forever. A, everything's going to take forever Despite in Texas. Despite the benefits. Uh, but perhaps uh, the other side of uh, the conservative Republican Party, which would uh, not be as much as the social conservative side or the old school kind of thing, but the uh, business-minded Republicans, uh, that might be something that works for companies across the board, because if you are getting more productivity yeah. with uh, with less time, essentially, you're going to be able to, to throw so much more out there. Plus, if you change the work society into essentially two four-day shifts, obviously one's going to overlap, there's seven days, um, or... Sunday's supposed to be a day of rest, but if you're getting more product productivity out of something like that, it's incredible. And we've already seen that a lot of people can, with the pandemic, can work just as efficiently from right. home. It can change a lot of things. It can change traffic. It can change the landscape of uh, of you know commerce. Or I'm sorry, not commerce, but uh, uh, real estate when it comes to having to have an office right. or. Uh, no building. more needing to lease a place out for a whole bunch of people. Now, for a place can, like ours, unfortunately, it's a bit different because, you know, we run here Monday through Friday. Show-wise, at least for people like us, we'd have to still come in. But you know what? I'm, you know we what? We kind of have fun It's here, radio. We? We're yeah. dorks. I'm, I'm fine with that. But I think sure. this would be a, a great commercial real estate. That's the word I was looking for. It's but okay, I, but... Don't, I don't know. Uh, what are your opinions? Uh, four-day work week, four-day school week. Are you for it? Are you against it? I honestly kind of want to see where people are. And I'm not just saying, yeah. obviously, it's great to have a day off, uh, especially if it is a weekday where you can run errands, go to the doctor, do all these sort of things. But again, having three days makes it to where you're so much more excited and so much more able to do your job. But what well, are dude, some arguments against it? Um, I don't know any of because that. Because obviously the mindset's going to be it's people being lazy. It's a waste of money. I'm oh. paying you for X amount. Uh, what are your thoughts? 835-1015. You don't have to call. You can text us for or against Four-day work weeks, four-day school weeks, your opinion. Dumb myths we all still believe. How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet? That thing's still around. How do other people make money on the internet? We'd have to put something up on the internet that everyone would find fascinating. Wait, I've got it. Computer load up celery man, please. Yes. It's clickbait corner. Uh, this isn't necessarily true, scientifically verified clickbait because it comes from the source. No, not BuzzFeed. Where BuzzFeed steals their clickbait, Reddit. We click the clickbait so you don't have to. Uh, 15 or so things that are uh, myths we still believe in that aren't true. Uh, I remember this one as a kid because there was a fierce competition amongst young men to grow out our hair. As we were aging, uh, that shaving makes your hair grow back thicker. Uh, uh, apparently, that is a myth. Yeah, um, it doesn't work. It doesn't do any of that. Yeah, um, I know, lady. When I was young, uh, uh, young girls had the different thing of like, don't shave because it'll grow back thicker. That's what everybody they tells didn't me. Want, and men were like, I gotta shave so I'll have chest hair. Ew. Not true. Um, this one I learned from uh, Jess Pryles, our uh, meat scientist cook friend. Uh, that MSG is any worse for you than salt. No, um, no it's, it's not. It's essentially just salt. It's delicious. It has the same functions of making things. And just uh, like salt, good. if you have way too much, you'll probably get a headache. Exactly. And, <laughs> and you know, thirsty as hell. Uh, lie detectors actually work. Um, lie detectors are not a thing. They detect your stress levels, and someone reads the nods and and kind of goes uh, goes along with that. Um, that's why they're not admissible in court. Like if you fail a, a, oh, a lie detector, it's not actually like he lied. But right. the, the stigma is, if you failed it, they think you lied. And a lot of times, it's just an extra. It's just interrogation tactic. It's, yeah. it's like when I go to the doctor and they have to take my blood pressure twice because I'm freaking out the first time. And now that they've talked to me for a little bit and I calm down, they're like, oh, let's do it again. Yeah. Here's mm-hmm. your actual resting heart rate, you know? Thank you. Yes. <laughs> uh, that you have to wait. So speaking of lie detectors and murders. Whoa. Murder. Uh, 
It says the idea you have to wait 48 hours to report someone missing. Uh, yes. No, report them immediately, yeah. right? Sure, I, I would think so. Yeah, the 48 hours thing is is kind of dumb because yeah. as we learned that was, from the, the TV show, The First, first 48. 48. Yeah. That's, that's per, per, uh, perpetuated, yeah, by a lot of TV things like that, like usually sitcoms. I remember seeing it in. Yeah, it's important to report somebody the first 48 hours because that's realistically when they might right. be able to find them. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's stupid. Don't do that one. I think one of mine might be on this list. Of, what is it? Um, the That you shouldn't. You shouldn't swim 30 minutes after. You should have to wait 30 minutes after you eat to swim. I believe that is fake. That is. Um, because it, it talks about something about how, like, your blood pressure or something has to rise in order for you to digest your food. But it doesn't rise enough for it to make an impact. I always right. thought it was about crumps, cramps or crumps. Crumps. Uh, cramps. Cramps or your tummy aching. But, yeah, I've, I've heard that's uh, a myth, too. Yeah, well, going back, nah, never mind. This is getting nerdy. Uh, if someone, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. If someone dies and no. a family member leaves you uh, something in their will, um, it's not as... Basically, uh, a state lawyer say it's not the thing where the entire family gathers around and yeah, they do the and reading. Then they read it, yeah, and then you're yeah. all like, "Oh, what do you get? You yeah. get a, you pretty much get a uh, mailed a certified letter yeah. or something that says what what happens. That's just more yeah. fun for those That's types for movies, of movies yeah, or shows. Yeah. yeah. Um, th- there's another one that says black belts have to register their fists as weapons. No. What? Um, I've never heard this one. I just uh, it makes me think of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood when the Bruce Lee character <laughs> was telling Brad Pitts, or he was just saying that these are lethal weapons. If I kill a man, <laughs> I go to jail. And he's like, it's called manslaughter. Anyone that kills someone in a fight goes to jail. Uh, the Earth is flat. You don't know I that. Mean, you can't prove it. Can you prove it? We don't it? know that. I You're can right. Prove it's not. You. We don't know. We do not know. You can't prove it. Can't I, prove I, it. I can prove it with a very. No, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna ask more nerd stuff. I'm not gonna get into it. You can't prove it. Uh, let's see about the amount of spiders you eat over a year in the dark. Oh, hmm. that's stupid. Um, I don't have that. I've never even seen a spider. It's in my very apartment. unlikely that uh, you're you're gonna do that. Uh, the myth that if you drop a penny off the skyscraper, no. it'll fall fast enough <laughs> to kill someone. No, it's just um, terminal velocity. Ter- yeah, terminal quick, velocity. There's so much air resistance that a penny is just yes, it'll basically. hurt, but it's gonna <laughs> yeah. Basically, what Spencer says with terminal velocity is something. Uh, cannot fall past a certain speed because that's it's as like fast as it can fall. Physics uh, physicians physics. have a formula. I don't remember. You'll figure it. it out. All right. It was a college thing. Uh, that humans use only ten percent of the brain. Actually, no, uh, no. incorrect. We use more than that. We, yeah, we do. I would hope so. What not, else? What me. else is this thing? And we doing? use a lot of the brain. It may not entirely be active the entire time, but it's uh, like it's not like you can just suddenly take a pill or something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, couple movie. more quick ones. Eating carrots helps you see in the dark. That's a myth. I've never heard about it. Uh, CJ has a small dong. Clearly, that's not true. Oh. Uh, um, well, okay. we, there's nowhere to prove that one. Yeah, we can't prove that one. Mm. Good point. Good Did you know? Uh, this segment is brought to you by my brain. That's right. Uh, by the way, the other day I was actually digi-knowing, but IRL online, I was uh, discussing some of our City of Austin policies and had laid out some information I learned from uh, sources on the news. And some guy, I don't even know who he is, he doesn't follow me, um, replied to my comment where I was replying to someone else, and he just replied with, did you know? <laughs> and that made me laugh. Yeah, so he was saying you're a liar, base because you weren't did you knowing people. I, I saw guess, you didn't did you know before the sentence. Ugh, CJ, come on, man. I guess so. you got to get it together. Uh, did you know? Yeah. Uh, the famous song, House of the Rising Sun. Uh, no one knows what it's actually about. Uh, hotel, club, restaurant, brothel, or jail. I always grew up thinking it was a uh, brothel, uh, that house in New Orleans. Um, this is not a very good, did you know? I don't, I'm already. I remember I had a keyboard that would play the song, and I love that song. Is that the zombies or the animals? It was the animals. Animals, okay. Yeah, Eric Burden. Eric, he lives here in Austin. I saw him play with Bruce Springsteen in Arcade Fire once. Look how cool I am. I saw him buying tacos uh, once. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, did you know whether you go north, south, east, or west? 
from Los Algodones, Mexico, you wind up in the United States of America. No matter where you go, you're there. I thought, what the hell? This is a misprint. And I just looked it up. There's Los Algodones, Mexico, right? It is part of the Baja. It's like, it's like if you go uh, very east of Tijuana and then part of uh, Arizona dips below it. So there nice. it is, right outside of Yuma, Arizona, across the border. <laughs> and indeed, no matter which direction you go out of Los Algodones, you wind up eventually in the United States of America. You're stuck. Huh. Okay. How about that? I, I like that. I love looking at maps. Love it. All right. Did you know in the sport of tennis, you don't have to hit the ball over the net? You can technically hit it around the net, and it's still legal, even if the ball's lower than the top of the net in the process, as long as it hits within the bounds on the opposite side. So if you could put some wicked curve on it. Interesting. I wonder if anyone's ever been able to do that. Yeah, like an additional fact, like Andre Agassi or someone just did this one day. Man. That's pretty cool. That's a weird, but that's fun. Uh, Did you know? The Spice Girls originally wanted to be called Touch. And their fifth member was a woman named Melanie Colma, not Victoria Beckham. Oh, so uh, no posh spice. Yep. Uh, Those posh, right? Yeah. Good old, good old Spice Girls there. Spicy I, I girls. I did not know that. Uh, Matt, what do you know? How did they spell it? They spelled it t- not touche? No, they touch. touch. And they're like, oh, wait. That urges people to touch us. This is a terrible idea. Let's be okay. spicy. Did you know peaches are named after Persia? That's where Europeans had them for the first time, uh, persicum in Latin, and that translated to Persian apple, basically. Malum persicum is eventually translated to pêche in French, which became peach. Millions of peaches. Delicious. Peaches for free. Did you know? Did you know? Adding on the fruit, I learned this earlier today, uh, the word orange existed before the we called the fruit an orange. Whoa. I mean, Sorry. Color orange. We started the word, the word orange came from the word for the fruit. Whoa. Yeah. Cool. Did not know that. Yeah, you did. Mushrooms and rats and insects. Oh my. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Weird or Wired, what will it be? Our friend Matt Bearden's back filled with glee. Ah, that's right. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks for introducing me. A little bit of a rhyme. I like that. Uh, today's Weird and Wired. Uh, do you think ever about uh, nuclear annihilation and the Holocaust? Hell yeah. I hope hey, it's... Matt, what am I holding? Uh, oh, you've got a, uh, what does that hold, 26 shotgun shells? Correct. Uh, Matt, this uh, photo of me organizing my shed, uh, what am I wearing? Uh, that would be a bandolero filled with uh, maybe 50 shotgun shells. Yeah, some of them slugs, some of them... Point being, yes, all the time. I think, I think a lot of us think about uh, you know, what's going to happen when there's some kind of... Uh, you know, We've all got started thinking about it since the pandemic, and then you know what happens? The since world, Last of Us, dude, since the freeze. It, it, it doesn't take that much, it turned out, to actually take what we consider to be a stable society and turn us on our ears. Easily. Yeah. Scientists have uh, looked at uh, end times for quite some... Uh, well, for, for a long time and they even looked at what happened the last time a giant asteroid hit the earth and what are the things that survived and well basically here's what they're saying if it all goes to s you better like a diet of mushrooms Mm. rats and insects i'm all right with that already those are kind of the three things spencer goes to chewy's apartment a lot Uh, (laughs) what do you think it's all we eat there's rats and mm. well i will say if you're like me, and you have a diet of some pretty greasy places in this town, then you're already kind of eating the rats and the insects. Yeah. <laughs> and the mushrooms, <laughs> anytime you go camping with CJ, well, that's always going to be on the menu. Absolutely. Uh, you might want to get to know your mushrooms, which ones are edible and which ones are poisonous. You might want to learn how the to... The most important thing of foraging food is to know what you eat and what not to eat. And uh, they say to follow what the animals do. But I'm guessing in an apocalyptic event, it's not going to be The animals easy. are gone. Yeah. You just got to follow the rats around. You might want to know how to field dress a rat, how to cook it, what's the best kind of meat, what all is uh, edible, and what's going to taste good and bad. Okay. And then what insects do you want to eat and enjoy? Ooh, now, all of them. Mm. There are people Yum. and businesses, since I've been in radio, I've been getting press releases from companies saying, hey, 
the world crickets. It's the next superfood. I know we can eat crickets because they're not. always trying to the get delicious. us to eat crickets they're trying on to air. replace chia seeds. Yeah. Man. So that mm. might be something we all have to rely on. Anyway, I just. Whoa. They're, they're salty. Is, they're pretty I, good. I think it's a good deterrent to nuclear annihilation if we do let everybody know, hey, if you survive, stop thinking of yourself as like living out there in like the glorious wilderness and that wilderness being like, oh, I don't know. Colorado, where it's beautiful and there's waterfalls and stuff. We, have to, we might need to remind everybody it's going to really suck afterward, and you're going to have to like eating bugs. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes lichen from a tree. It's not very nutritious, though. Like you eat a lot of it. If you trees have can't one survive, plant, you have means, none. Yeah, trees won't be able to survive afterward, and so lichen no? won't either. Yeah. Oh, so we're, uh, we're talking about complete nuclear annihilation across the board. Or maybe then. not nuclear, but just. I thought the collapse of society. A lot of stuff dies. Uh, you brought up crickets, and I just thought of something very interesting. Maybe it's uh, following wet seasons in Austin, but um, it doesn't happen like it used. We used to get cricket plagues every three years or so. Yeah. We'll still get them. But they're not what they used to be. We they're, used to get butterfly would, plagues, too. You would walk through shopping centers, and there would just, under every light, there would be masses of crickets. You could get the... It's not what it used to be. Am I just... Not hanging out at my the cricket big, H-E-B? giant mass, I think, is every seven years, and you uh, probably okay. are just now remembering it, and you probably have just jinxed yourself. Knock on wood. I thought it, I th- I thought it was sooner. Uh, they smell, dude, crickets. Uh, I just oh, thought... They taste an- great, though. Just thought of another punishment, Plinko. Eat a live cricket? It's- no, I'm just going to have you lie naked under the... Uh, Lights outside of a target. That seems to really be a place. <laughs> Grackles and crickets. Grackles and crickets attacking your junk. At CJ Morgan Show. Follow us online because the most important thing about radio is the internet.